Welcome to episode two of Misconstrued Podcast. This week, we have got some hot stories lined up. I It never ceases to amaze me what humanity can come up with to think of good ideas or things to share. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, coming up first, this first story. If you remember a Disney Channel show, it came out in like 2002. It was called Twitches. It was about these twin sisters who were witches, hence the name Twitches. Anyway, apparently they still try to do things on social media. So on Instagram, one of them, her name is Tamara. Tamara Maury Housley and Tia Maury Hardricht. Gosh, but Tamara posts on Instagram, oh my gosh, Tia, this is amazing. Your breast milk is the best milk I've ever tried in my life. This woman, how old is she? I don't know. She's like late 30s. And she finally discovered the the wonders of breast milk human breast milk this is way too advanced for cows come on it's vegan human breast milk is vegan that explains so much wow human breast milk is vegan that opens a whole new world of products i bet that's already market that's got to be a market already anyway she so apparently her sister must be pregnant good for her she has a family. That's cool. If you want to be a mom, be a mom. But what I don't think I recommend is giving your breast milk to your twin sister. But who am I to judge? I don't have a twin. Maybe when you have a twin, it's that deeper connection is like, yeah, try my breast milk. Come on, girl. Girl, try my breast milk. Gosh, can you imagine? You're, okay, so you're the husband. You got this newborn and your your wife's you know she's pumping out breast milk whatever you got a baby that's normal she's done puts in the fridge whatever and then you see her putting it in a box and writing your sister-in-law's address on it <laughs> you know you know wife why uh why are you mailing your breast milk to your sister well, you know what they say about breast milk. If you're twins, you have to share it. <laughs> I guess that's what uh, that's what she got to do. She also captioned the video, well, I do feel better. So if, if you're looking for a good mood booster, try your sister's breast milk. That brings me... Oh, so what age do you think someone should be weaned off breast milk and give solid foods? Well, I was at a soccer practice one day, and it was my little sister's. And one of the other moms, she had a couple kids. You know, once on the team, 11, 12 years old. The other kid is about, I'd say, five. And the interesting tidbit is that the five-year-old was not on solid food. This woman, she's in her 60s. Easy. Leathery skin. Grandma vibe. Elton John sticker on her yellow Volkswagen and she breastfeeds her five-year-old is that that just me it seems a little weird I don't know about you but if my kid five years old 
How cognitive is your child at five years old? He's ready. He knows what boobs are. He knows what they are. And he's ready. He's ready for it. You know else is ready to do something? Ready for it? This guy, sentenced to 40 years for plotting to bomb a Target store to disrupt stock price. This man is a genius. He's got high goals. He's, he's past insider trading. He's taking it into his own hands. And he's going to do something about it. Here's a good quote starting right at the top of the article. If someone has to die so that I can make some money, so be it. Mark Charles Barnett allegedly said. <laughs> so this guy, a Florida man was sentenced Wednesday to 40 years in prison after he plotted to place bombs in Target stores along the eastern seaboard hoping to profit when the retailer stock price dropped. So if you're an investor, I'm assuming you're going to be a little hesitant in your portfolio when your retail chain gets bombed. I'm guessing that's his train of thought. He was convicted in July. He's 50 years old. He's 50. He's wise. He knows the stock market. He knows what he's doing. He's ready. He's going to make millions. Buy low, sell high. Something big like this, it's going to rebound easy. If if anything, they'll get subsidized or something so they can keep business up. If, <sighs> Target's got to be, I don't know if they're in the billions, but they're multi-million. They're going to rebound easy from a couple bombs. Come on. <laughs> I guess once you hear about bombings in your usual grocery store, you don't want to go shopping there. I don't know. But if you're the bomber, yeah. Witnesses testified that he offered another person $10,000 to place bombs hidden in food packages. So he didn't even do it himself. What a loser. He was convicted for charges of attempted arson, possession of an unregistered destructive device, and making an unregistered destructive device. Oh, he got charged for making one and possession of one. So he tried to... He was going to pay someone 10k for it. And that person <laughs> notified federal officials. Don't trust anyone. Moral of the story, don't trust anyone. You try... You gotta do it yourself. Do your own dirty work. You try to dish it out on someone else, and they'll be like, Ooh, a 10k? Mm, I'm gonna tell the feds. How... Obviously, he just posted that on the internet somewhere. It wasn't like his cousin. Maybe he's got a bad cousin. But I feel like if you... Maybe his brother. If you tell your brother your plans to make millions off of Target stock by placing bombs, I feel like he shouldn't rat you out. What 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 kind of sibling love is there? Again, we don't know who he asked. Maybe he's alone. He's 50 years old, and he doesn't have the balls to plant his own bombs. Men, if you don't have the balls to plant your own bombs, what do you do? What can you do? You're not a man. Evidence at the trial showed that Barnett had bought bomb components and assembled at least 10 improvised explosive devices, which he concealed in packages for stuffing mix, breakfast bars, and pasta. So he's got every <laughs> every corner of them. He's got every market cornered. He's got the stuffing mix. So he's getting the box dinner moms at breakfast bars. He's getting the workout people. He's on it. Pasta? You can't get away from this guy. If you're getting dinner ingredients, you're going to blown up. 
He offered the money to place them in 10 stores, theorizing that the company's stock price would drop because of bad publicity, allowing him to buy shares cheaply before they rebounded, court documents said. It's a solid plan. If you're looking, if you're looking to get into the stock market, throw a couple bombs around. Explosive experts from the Federal Bureau, yada yada. His bombs would have enough force to cause property damage, serious injury, and even death. Imagine dying in a Target when you're just trying to make dinner. You are a stay-at-home mom. Three kids need some stuffing for Thanksgiving, and you get blown the fuck up. That's insane. Imagine going into the afterlife and you're like, why'd I die? Why'd I blow up? Well, some guy was trying to make money off Target stock. <laughs> How old was he? 50. Uh, and then the good quote, Barnett said, if someone has to die so that I can make some money, so be it. That's a globalist right there. That's a globalist. Not, no, that's just greed. That's, that's the great Gatsby if the Gatsby was a sociopath. What a guy. A registered sex offender, Barnett has been released from state prison in 2013. I wonder what sex offender charges that was. 2013. He was going to make money, and he was shot down when he, tried to, when he tried to expand his business. This is an attack on entrepreneurship. If I'm trying to expand my business, you get an employee. Number one rule of expanding, you got you to gotta let someone else do B-grade work. In order to get more work done, you can't manage everything. You can do A plus work, work, but if you're expanding, you need employees. You got to settle for B grade work if they're gonna get it done. And this guy, he was gonna pay an employee. Moral of the story: America hates capitalism. <laughs> Speaking of capitalism, this man, this Texas man. He was just trying to flip fajitas. The flip game is real. You buy something, you sell it at a higher price. He was doing that with fajitas. You might think that's harder with perishable items. These must have been frozen. This guy's also in his 50s. So the headlines, Fajita Heist, Texas man sentenced to 50 years for stealing $1.2 million worth of food. Gilberto Escamilla had stolen more than $1.2 million worth of fajitas over the course of approximately nine years. This was a long con. This man is an established businessman. A Texas man who pled guilty to stealing more than $1.2 million in fajitas while acting as a public servant has been sentenced to 50 years in prison. He was employed at a juvenile detention center. So this is an a, this is an awareness plea for prison reform. <laughs> That's what I'm getting out of this. He was using county funds to buy the fajitas and selling them for his own profit since December 2008. He was sentenced on Friday, last Friday, the March. What day is it? Why doesn't they just give a date? March 1st. Imagine. Sorry. March 1st, the first of the month, oh hi March, and he's sentenced for his entrepreneurial goals. He was served with a maximum fine of $10,000 on top of the 1.2 mil. He was ordered to pay back for the cost of the fajitas. Well, I mean, if he's made a profit off this, it's $1.2 million overhead. 
for the business. Is he doubling it? Has he doubled his profits? Is this man a multi-million dollar? Multi-millionaire. Escamilla's scheme, scheme unraveled after a delivery driver with Labatt Food Service phoned the detention center to give kitchen employees a heads up that an 800-pound delivery of fajitas arrived. The employees immediately thought the delivery to be suspicious as miners at the detention center are not served fajitas. However, the delivery driver insisted that had been delivering fajitas to the detention center's kitchen for the nine years, for past nine years. So they, when they first introduced fajitas into this juvie center's diet, he was like, no, that's never going to those kids. That's, I'm selling those. So he's been covering of nine years. This center has never seen a fajita. These juvie kids have been deprived of fajitas. How rude. Never mind. I think I'm flipping sides. That's just messed up. So after being fired and arrested, Eskimi's house was searched by police who found packages of the fajitas in his refrigerator. They're not even frozen. Do you know how hard it is to flip perishable items? This man has what? He's got a week to sell these again before they go semi-bad. It's in the refrigerator. He's not even freezing them. I guess there's some problems with refreezing. His quote from him, it was selfish. It started small and got bigger and out of control. It got to the point where I couldn't control it anymore. This guy's out of his element. He's obviously out of control. What kind bad entrepreneur. Some people can't do it. He can. If you can't handle the expansion of your business, of your fajita business, this man was going places. He was going to do it all. He was going to sell fajitas to buy his mom a house. He was going to retire his dad early. And it was foiled. Fajitas. All right, PSA. Fajitas are not a good market, especially when you got the juvenile detention area in your middleman. Texas State District Judge J. Manuel Banales, who handed down the sentence, dismissed an additional theft charge as part of an earlier plea deal made by Escamilla. You never do plea deals. They're not real. They're not true. Well, maybe if you're a fajita thief, yeah. But more, eh, I'm thinking of like gang stuff. You don't do plea deals. Uh, he stole more than $200,000 worth of goods. So I thought it was $1.2 million worth of fajitas. Wow. Uh, Texas law considers the crime to be a first-degree felony and allows for sentencing of up to 99 years in prison. And if this guy commits a crime, it allow it also allows for a more severe punishment if the defendant commits a crime while acting as a public servant. He was a public servant. Is he going to get a hundred years in prison? Imagine the story of your life is working as a del food delivery driver for de juvenile detention centers. And you're like, okay, I'm going to take some of this food, sell it. Great side hustle, side hustle. You're doing great. But you get over 99 years in prison. Is, but I mean, if he was doubling the fajita cost, well, they're worth 1.2. It probably costs really cheap to make them. And then the, the up, what, what do you call it? Markup on fajitas is probably huge. I feel like food, not as much as furniture or Nike, but 
anything is manufactured way cheap. The fajita market is probably huge. In Texas? Tex-Mex? This guy was going places. That's insane. I can't imagine it took, I don't know, how much does a fajita cost? I mean, a burger is like, what, eight, nine dollars? Fajita. He stole $1.2 million worth of fajitas. Is $1.2 million the manufacturer cost? Because if so, this guy must have like three mil in the bank. Or probably in his mattress. He probably only took cash because it was illegal. His attorney did not return a request for, for comment. Weird. It's a, almost as if you're in the middle of a lawsuit. Not a lawsuit, but, you know, a trial. And you don't want to tell the news about your defendant selling fajitas. If I'm going to sell fajitas... I'm going to do it to make $3 million. That's insane. Oh, my gosh. You know what else is insane? Wild animals at high school dances. A Miami high school is catching some heat after its jungle-themed prom decorations, including a live caged tiger. I like it. Miami heat. That's a thing. This... This author catches some heat after its juggle prom decorations included a live cage tiger. That's that's metal. Imagine going to prom and there's a tiger. And I'm not talking about some MILF teacher, but a live tiger. It's a private Catholic school for boys. Oh, that's why. It's a bunch of frat Catholic boys running around like, what do we need? Because the students plan the prom. The students organize it. The student body, whatever. Did, did the teacher was just like, hell yeah, we got the funds for a tiger. That was a great move, John. Thank you, John. We need a tiger. <laughs> my, my high school never had a tiger. I'm going to give these kids a tiger. Here's a quote. This poor tiger was used as an exotic amusement. It's in all caps. For the mindless teenagers who are present. Mindless? These are boys of God. That's just sacrilegious right there. Mary Chris Castellanos, whose brother attends the school, wrote on Facebook, It is not the student's fault to be so naive, but it's the faculty, the school staff who arranged this event. Therefore, they are responsible for this tiger's misery. First off... This tiger is probably owned by a company that rents it out. It's the company's fault. The company is the one who has the inhumane animal service. How can you... Capitalism. Defend capitalism and these men of God. It's not the student's fault. The student's plan... Don't try to tell me the faculty plans prom now. Oh my gosh. Videos show the tiger frantically walking the perimeter of its cage on the dance floor while stunned teens look on. So they had this in the middle of the dance floor? How can you... I feel like that really messes with the mood. Like, if you dance, you're like, oh, heck yeah, babe. Oh, wait, no, they're all boys. Wait. No, they had dates. Okay, they had dates. It was an all-boys school. They were allowed to bring girls for a prom. Or boys. Whatever. There's mixed genders. And imagine dancing on the floor... <laughs> And you're like, whatever. And you brush too close to that tiger cage. You're done. You're 
done. That tiger's been caged all of its life, rented out, been all over the world, and it gets a chance for human meat. Imagine a teenager dancing on a grunt on a tiger cage. He's done. That tiger got him. A third video during the fire performance. So there's a fire dancer. A fire performance dances with fire to loud music. A third video during the fire performance shows the tiger lying in its cage. Whoa, that's wild. Well, the tiger wasn't the only animal at the prom. What? The entertainment company hired by the school also brought a lemur, a parrot, and a fox. So do these kids even know what animals they were getting? Or were they just like talking to the entertainment company? Like, yeah, just bring some cool animals. Yeah, how much does it cost? Cool. And it's a surprise. I, I didn't know you can get bundles. Wait, they brought a parrot and a fox. How how exotic is that? I can see those in the backyard. PETA expressed outrage. No, I hate PETA. Uh, well, let's see what they say. Wild animals aren't prom decorations. Displaying a tiger in a tying cage and allowing students to handle lemurs is cruel to the animals and dangerous for the students. And it sends a harmful message that living beings are props to be used for human amusements. Humans are superior. Handling lemurs is cruel, so if I hold my dog, is that cruel? I get... If you touch an animal, is it cruel? Dangerous for the students? Are lemurs dangerous? That's scary. I mean, I guess tigers are dangerous. I don't think a parrot is dangerous. And if they had a domesticated fox, I don't think that's very dangerous. In an email from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, it's looking into the tiger's presence at the prom. They're aware of the video and it's looking into the incident to determine if any violation of wildlife rules took place during the incident. I don't know. There's probably rules against owning a tiger. Provided all rules and regulations are followed, exhibition of wildlife at public events is not prohibited by Florida law. This is legal. It is legal. To have a tiger at your party. Any party? Well, at public events. Oh. I don't think prom is a public event. Well, they allow outside guests. I guess that's kind of public. That's interesting. You just... <laughs> I need to... If you just have your party public, you can have a tiger. That's dope. In a statement released by the school, Prince's Principal David Pug with an H at the end, apologize for the use of the animal in the prompt celebration. The principal probably didn't even know about it until he got there. We recognize this decision has offended some, and for that we apologize. Although it was in a controlled environment and handled by professionals approved by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation. So this entertainment company is approved by the government body. We understand how some individuals may be concerned. I mean, it's legal. This company is in the public eye. Everyone knows about it. The statement also said that moving forward, the school will evaluate its policies and procedures when planning events. We all have learned a great deal from this experience, Pug wrote. Yeah, that you can rent a tiger for a party. That's that's insane. And a lemur and a parrot and a fox. That's I think that's dwarfed by the the tiger. I'm gonna rent a tiger for my next party. That's insane. How do people get these animals? If they're endangered, you can't can't deliver them overseas. You can't do any... Are tigers not endangered? Must not be. Well, that wraps it 
up. We had breast milk fajitas, target bombings, and tigers at proms. I wish I, I wish I had a tiger at my prom. <laughs> they had like a line to feed the tiger a scrap of meat. I want to, I want to sit and have people feed me. Maybe not in a cage. Oh no! Now I'm sympathizing with the tiger. I mean. If your existence is to live for others' amusement, I guess it's bad. Anyway, that wraps it up. Episode 2, Misconstrued Pod. Misconstrue my words. There's a pun in there somewhere. I made it the title for a reason. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Stay, stay safe. Tell your aunts and uncles that they're your family. <laughs>